0: Welcome to Quills and Cloaks, a writing and fandom podcast delving into the world of fandom discussions, author writing tips, and of course, all things Harry Potter. I'm Christy J. Whitney, and I will be your host and your professor. So unroll those parchments because class is in session. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the podcast today. So, I wanted to take a break from just hearing myself on the podcast, and I am bringing back a TikTok buddy of mine, uh, Madison Brunailer, who is a professional voice actor, successful YouTuber, creative talent in lots of different areas. And if I may be so bold to say, a very proud Hufflepuff. So, welcome back, Madison.
1: So, Hi, you, so good I, to be back.
0: Good. I am so excited to do this <laughs> this today. I, I cannot wait. So, a while back, I did a panel at a conference called Slytherins and Their Huffle Buddies, which was really based on this fun idea that all Slytherins have a Hufflepuff friend. And what does that look like? And what is it that sort of attracts these two personalities together? because at least looking at it from the book series, it doesn't seem like it's a very likely pairing for friends. Now, before we start, I wanna preface that, of course, I'm not trying to pigeonhole anyone into any of these four houses because we know there are way more than just four personalities and we can all be friends with everyone from all the different houses. But I think that there is just a very interesting connection between snakes and badgers. And I thought it would be fun to delve mm-hmm. into it today with Madison, because I don't know if you felt this way I did, but when we had our first podcast together, I felt instant connection. Um, we just, we yes. just easy chatting and it might just be that we just flow. It's great.
1: Yeah.
0: yeah a little, right? little, flow. Like little
1: it's flow. like, it works.
0: It does. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah we're going to delve into that. So let's start with tell me a little bit about your hufflepuffness. Like when did you get sorted? Have you taken multiple tests? What is it about hufflepuff that you feel fits you best? Oh, this is such a great long-winded story. I'm so glad you asked me this.
1: Um so <laughs> Uh, yes, I, I've taken multiple sorting tests. Um, and I remember when I first got it, you know, I was very, very young and it was very new in the whole sorting, uh, with, uh, Pottermore and all that. And I got Hufflepuff and I was like, oh, Hufflepuff, how lame. And then the more I thought about it, I was like, oh no, wait, that's totally me. That is totally me. They're the best and they're great. And, uh, what's really interesting is that very early on in Pottermore, they showed your percentages of like, what other houses you could have had it with and right beneath Hufflepuff I came very close to Slytherin which I was like yeah that makes sense I am super ambitious I do see that too um I was there was some potential for Gryffindor and like like hardly anything for Ravenclaw (laughs) (laughs) which is really funny because my brother's like a super Ravenclaw like hardcore um so it's like yeah he got all the Ravenclawness. um but so I took all I took like a whole bunch of tests and like every single time it's always Hufflepuff, always Hufflepuff, always Hufflepuff, every single time. And uh, I even got to the Harry Potter tour at Universal Studio where they actually put the hat on your head. Mm -hmm. And I did, I sat down, they put the hat on my head and it went Hufflepuff. And I was like, yeah, you know it, you know it, this hat is right, like every time. And I'm like, yes, Hufflepuff for life. And I just, I, I realized that, yeah, I am, I am the person that A, always has snacks, Mm-hmm. always I am the mom of the group I am like hey sweetie how are you feeling are you doing okay I don't want to make anybody upset I don't want to ruffle feathers I want everyone to get along I want everyone to be friends I also have this deep desire for everyone to always love me at all times it is very Hufflepuff of me <laughs> yeah which is why it would be great to have a Slytherin in my life that could balance me out and is like no that person was a jerk to you let's go throat punch them or something <laughs>
0: which is so accurate. It really truly is. Cause that's my first inclination is is. a throat punch. So I kind of, (laughs) yeah, you know, so I, I took the test. um, You hurt my huffle buddy. I'm going to hurt you bad. (laughs) I know. I just, I just have this. Yeah. It's that loyalty thing, which we'll talk about in a minute that I think both Mm -hmm, houses mm -hmm. really find important. But when I took the test the first time I tried to get um, Ravenclaw, because we were dressing up for a convention, and Ravenclaw was what was left. So I manipulated the test to get Ravenclaw, and then I realized that's that's probably really Slytherin of me to do. So I so went back. Slytherin. I know I took tests, and so I've done several, and and they're all Slytherin. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's you know to me, and we'll talk about what you connect with the most because we think of Hufflepuffs as loyal is that first thing and then there's the other traits and we think slytherin is ambitious first and then there are other traits and i really think for me it was like the innovativeness resourcefulness like you put me in a room i'll figure out how to make it work even if i don't have a lot to work with um but if i'm for me you put me
1: in a room with a whole bunch of people
0: Mm-hmm. I will make friends with everybody yeah. or attempt
1: to, I will start conversations with complete strangers standing in line, just being like, hi, why are you here?
0: Why are you doing that? What, what made you want to do that? I think that's mm-hmm. a really cool idea. What's that button mean? And just blah, 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 make, making friends. Uh, and I would be back in the corner going, what are they doing? <laughs> but that's why Hufflepuffs are always this good is why to have Hufflepuffs with Hufflepuffs need Slytherins. And, yes, and because, absolutely. You know, sometimes I just I'm grumpy and I need somebody to go to the front desk of whatever and be able to smile and get whatever. I try to go up to the front desk and get extras at like a hotel or something. Nothing. I never get anything. But my Hufflepuff mm-hmm. friends, they come away with everything. It's just this natural. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know what it is. Nice, but, nice friendship making people. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's it's crazy. So what? I don't know let's talk about what is it about these two houses then because they do seem so very different why do they seem to get along like what works between the the hufflepuff slytherin friendship do you think
1: well for me what i personally think is first of all i would love to be in a relationship with a slytherin i think that would be amazing because we could both be driven both be you know he wants to go do something, and I'm like, yeah, let's go do it, and together we build each other up and we achieve it, and he has the drive and the ambition to go and do the thing, and I'm there helping, also coming up with ideas, but also would bring like the human touch of like, hey, let's check on this person, see how they're doing, just, just to check up on them, and this other one might be like, wow, I never even thought of that, that is so amazing, while the Hufflepuff might be like, I didn't know you could talk to this person or I didn't know that you had this resource that you have. So mm-hmm. as somebody that is very close to being a Slytherin, who is actually, I am very ambitious and I do, I am very driven, um, it, it is nice to have somebody that would equally be driven to do that. Uh, I do find it interesting because I do want to be with a Slytherin but at the same time I did have a bad experience with a Slytherin who ended up completely stabbing me in the back and it did kind of make me go Slytherins are great sometimes it depends on the (laughs) Slytherin like they're not all bad they're not all bad but some of them do become dark wizards I'm just saying I'm just saying
0: it is true yeah we we can't escape that whole reputation (laughs) no matter what we (laughs) do Um, And I think that's why Hufflepuffs are good for Slytherins. They're a good balance because Mm -hmm. um, they get, I think they get Slytherins out of their shelf. Slytherins get in their heads a lot, or at least I know personally, I get deep in my head. I tend to overthink things and always have that resting face. You know what I'm talking about? It's always look mad. Um, Yes. So it's nice to have that Hufflepuff that just comes along. And it's not that I i'm not friendly or don't like talking to people because i love to socialize but it's just not my natural first inclination so when you have a hufflepuff friend yes they bring you along um but Mm -hmm. you're kind of leading (laughs) yeah (laughs) go ahead i mean it's it's just it's kind of like um uh
1: do you watch the mandalorian yes yes it's kind of like so you've got mando who is big tough scary but then you give him tiny hufflepuff baby Grogu and you're like oh this balances out Mm -hmm. it's not nearly as scary even though he looks really scary you're actually like oh wait he is scary but he does still love and care and it immediately softens you up and the same thing is with Slytherins if you have a Slytherin that's big and tough and scary but you put them next to a Hufflepuff who's just like let's go do stuff and you're like oh okay no, I see. You just, you just look scary, but you're actually a softie. I love it.
0: it. Yeah. I think it's that soft center that because Slytherins are not very trusting people naturally that I think Hufflepuffs mm-hmm. can sort of bring that out. Um, but like, so they do have this loyalty thing. I think that this is always interesting because loyalty is a trait of Hufflepuff, but Slytherins admire loyalty a lot. I think they look at it different. Yes. How? Like, how does a Hufflepuff look at loyalty versus a Slytherin? What do you think? Well,
1: for me personally, loyalty is definitely those who have been kind to me. Mm -hmm. I will definitely be kind to as well. Mm -hmm. It's almost to a fault, though, where Mm -hmm. it's like, well, I like this person. You know, they did something that I really liked and I don't want them to not like me. So, of course, I'm not going to do something bad to them, even though they did kind of do this other thing that I wasn't really liking, but I'm, I'm not gonna, you know, try and sabotage them because that would be bad. So it's almost loyalty to a fault sometimes, you know, depending on the Hufflepuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but then if you got somebody that's like, you had my back when I was at my lowest, I will go to war with you.
0: And that is definitely a Hufflepuff trait. And I think it's interesting because you have Slytherin as your second. My second is Ravenclaw because of the artsy, creative. But because you have a Slytherin second, I think you mm-hmm. you maybe can balance yourself out a little more than maybe you know one hundred percent or ninety nine percent. A hop- little bit, yeah. Which is which is good. I um I have to turn off my email, uh, <laughs> so it's not binging me the whole time. <laughs> so for me, I think loyalty for Hufflepuffs I feel like they extend loyalty first they're willing to give it first and then see if it's reciprocated or what they need to do whereas Slytherins I think a lot of times you need to earn that loyalty so from my personal experience Slytherins have a smaller friend group like so but if you get into that Slytherin's inner circle I mean you're in um, they will fight to the death um, to take care of you but they just don't let everyone in I think. Um, So that might be one of the big differences. Yeah. Like um,
1: when I meet somebody, my immediate first thing is to see the, automatically see the best in them. Mm -hmm. Like try not to judge immediately go with what's the best quality. Cause I personally believe that man is essentially good. Man being mankind Mm -hmm. is essentially good. And they, everybody wants to do good. They're not, nobody's intentionally going, I'm going to be evil now. (laughs) It's like, no, everybody's doing what they believe is right. So you know, uh, just looking for the best in everybody all the time. Like, right. I know you are doing your best because everybody's doing their best.
0: Right. So the, the glass half full. Um, and I, I mean, not all Slytherins are right. pessimistic. I, I think I'm a pretty optimistic person but we can tend to look at something critically first and like maybe what's Mm -hmm. going on what's what's the real reason that person is doing that there has to be you know an issue there so sometimes I you know I need a Hufflepuff just to go chill out it's not that big of a deal there's not that many layers to it just calm down So,
1: yeah. And especially being like having such strong Slytherin tendencies and being in the industry that I am in, I am like, yes, people are good, but also I'm just looking for, is this a scam? Right. What's the, what's the angle? Is this? Hmm.
0: So it's an odd balance of like, Mm -hmm. I like you,
1: but I don't trust you,
0: but I like you. Right. Which is interesting because a lot of (laughs) couple pups would say their weakness is maybe being a bit too naive. Uh, in things so you Mm -hmm. have again that balance so what would you say are I've been
1: burned a couple of times before so Mm -hmm. it definitely has built me up to be a little bit more aware of these things when you know I wasn't earlier on in my career and now I'm like okay I've I've seen this play before I know how this ends Mm -hmm. let's do a little research on you first (laughs) a little experience goes a long way (laughs) just a little, little 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 background check on you
0: exactly Mm -hmm. call my slytherin Mm -hmm. friend up and Mm -hmm. see they'll check it out yeah right like (laughs) oh my word so uh so we're talking kind of traits i guess of puffs and and slytherins what do you think is a weakness of hufflepuffs that slytherins kind of come in there and compensate for or add to um and then kind of the vice versa you know what's a weakness in slytherins that you know, Hufflepuffs tend to kind of fit that little hole of that weakness in a trait. I think
1: uh, uh, Slytherins have a much stronger will. Mm -hmm. I think they are much more like, you messed me up. We're done. Whereas Mm -hmm. Hufflepuffs might be like, oh, well, you didn't mean to hurt me. I'm sure that this can be worked out if we just, you know, talk some more and it can all be worked out. Whereas the Slytherin might be just like, no, we're done. Goodbye. Sayonara throat punch you know we're 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 finished and being much much more sturdy in their confidence of like taking no shit possibly Mm -hmm. uh whereas hufflepuffs are really good at uh being gentle being a little bit more empathetic with people i think and seeing things from a different perspective not just their own to possibly sympathize better with people
0: right that's also That's definitely accurate, especially because so many, I feel like so many Hufflepuffs too are the mom in the group. Uh, It tends to Mm -hmm. be, there's always a mom in the group. Did you have Um, water? Did you bring
1: snacks? Do you need sunscreen? I have a band-aid. If you see me at a convention, I have so many things prepped in my bag of just like things that might go wrong at a convention, hot glue gun, sewing kit, band-aid, snacks, you know,
0: everything you don't know. (laughs) And I'm over here thinking, why did you not prepare better? You know, so that's like having the <laughs> Slytherin, so yeah, which, but you know, Hufflepuffs have saved me many a times. There's a, there's a Hufflepuff in, in kind of our convention friend group that we go with, and she is very much mm-hmm. the person that checks on things because I'll just go. And I don't think about what's happening that I haven't had water in five hours that, you know, because I'm focused on whatever right. it is I'm doing. So to me, that's a, a Slytherin weakness is we tend to kind of get focused and leave other things to the side. And that's been good to have those Mm -hmm. Hufflepuff friends that remind you, hey, take care of yourself, take care of other things. The one time I went to a convention without
1: like my bag, super prepped of like things to fix stuff, my prop broke and there was no like repair shop, Mm -hmm. like, and nobody would give me a straight answer at the con. I would be like, where's the repair shop? They'd be like, it's over there. And so I went over there. I'm like, it's not here. Where's the repair shop? Oh, it's over there. Oh no, it's not there. It's over there. Where's your repair shop? Oh, we don't actually have one this year. I'm like, great, I just spent an hour and a half trying to find the repair shop because you broke my prop. And then I just turned around and I just shouted out into the crowd, does anybody have a hot glue gun? Does anybody, my prop broke, does anybody have it? And within like 20 seconds, someone's like, I have super glue. I was
0: like, thank you. <laughs> thank you. That's all aw- Because that's when I feel like Hufflepuff just push forward you always think of the Slytherins being the pushy one or ambitious or driven but no if it's something to take care of friends to take care of like whatever's mm-hmm. going on that mom thing they they are gone they will just push straight ahead yeah. uh, they are not pushovers yeah. a lot of people always think us, oh they're you know they're easy they're pushovers no they are they're not <laughs> they tend to be pushovers when it comes
1: to themselves mm-hmm. yeah. they are not really super good at putting themselves first and foremost they will be like if you mess with my friend then i will beat you up but Mm -hmm. oh you insulted me oh that's fine whatever i you know i probably deserved it
0: that's why you need a slytherin to go oh no you didn't (laughs) that is true yeah you're right they are kind of a pushover when it comes to themselves which actually leads me to an interesting I posted this on Instagram the other day. I I don't remember where I found it, but it was a a self-care for all the different houses, like things that you would do for self-care. And I was looking at Slytherin and Hufflepuffs and just kind of asking some of my friends, does this sound accurate? So for the Hufflepuff self-care, it says um, that you have a generous and giving heart. Make sure that you're setting boundaries with the people around you. Turn your generosity towards yourself. Surround yourself with people who build you up, do work that you love, practice putting yourself first, take a break from work, and curl up with a baked good and a book. How accurate <laughs> are those self-care tips? What do you think?
1: Those are pretty Those are pretty good, and I'm, I'm getting better at, at doing those kind of self-care things um, where I'm really starting to go, wait, I'm not happy in this situation. I, I very recently had to leave my D&D group because mm-hmm. I was like... I'm not getting what i'm wanting out of this group and i i love you all but i'm not actually having a good time with this game and the way that this is being played because i was like i want a lot of role play i want to be a character and play and everyone else was way more focused on the mechanics and the stats and i was like this this isn't for me i and i shouldn't the entire party shouldn't have to change the way they're playing just to fit my needs Mm -hmm. so i love you all but i'm leaving which is something fairly new for me to be able to go, no, I'm putting myself first and it's not in a damaging way to you. It's mm-hmm. just me going, I love you. Goodbye. It was basically like a breakup. I was literally going, it's not you. It's me. You know, I hope we can still be friends.
0: Right. No, that whole thing. It was literally a breakup with my D and D group. <laughs> <laughs> but you recognize it for what it was and that you had to set up boundaries. You're not yeah. getting what you need out of it. Which I think sometimes comes with maturity and age and and insight. I don't know. Um, Yes. Yeah. More
1: experience for
0: sure. Yeah. So I was looking at Slytherin's and it was uh, self preservation can keep you from opening up and being vulnerable. So let others see who you are. Be less critical of yourself and others. Stop holding yourself to unattainable standards. Open yourself up to (laughs) others even when you fear rejection let go of what other people think of you and try something you're afraid to fail at and uh, for me I thought those were accurate for the for the secondary Slytherin in you Does that sound pretty accurate yeah too? those sound very accurate to the secondary <laughs> slytherin for me I'm like yeah those those
1: sound hmm yep yep I need to work on those for sure
0: I know I'm very I'm very vulnerable you- I just I am yeah, right it's like. <sighs> I don't know. Just and I am very. What if they of see me and they hate me? What do I do? I know. Mm-hmm. I, mm-hmm. I would rather criticize myself than others. And I think the one thing that is different for me, being a Slytherin, is that I have a theater background, acting background, author background. I'm so used to rejection. I'm used to how that works that I was able to develop a thicker skin. I mean, it still hurts, but. Yeah. Um, used to that part of rejection where it's harder is just like my normal everyday. um i don't want to look like i don't know what i'm doing i don't want to feel like i'm you know weak um and then i think what was the other Uh, one
1: yeah for for me like it was uh when i do a performance and i know i did a good job and i have fun with the performance and it's great Mm -hmm. later on like usually when i'm trying to go to bed my brain will start going no it was terrible No, they all hated you. They were Mm -hmm. just making fun of you. They were just laughing to be polite. They just said nice things, but they didn't really mean it. Like That is definitely a thing that comes up for me Mm -hmm. is even though people aren't saying it to my face, I think they are, even though they're probably not even thinking it. Mm -hmm. I think that they think that way. And that is probably one of my most damaging qualities is that I want everyone to love me because I secretly think that everybody hates me.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I can definitely relate to that. And I definitely related to the, try something you're af- afraid to fail at. Cause I think I'm not a, I don't yes. call myself a perfectionist, but I am actually a perfectionist and I don't, I like mm-hmm. to do things when I know I'm going to be pretty good at it. And so for me, a yes. lot, you know, I've done a lot like this podcast, like, oh, I've just tried mm-hmm. to challenge myself the last year to do a bunch of stuff I'm afraid of because I've really realized, yeah, I tend to stick to the things I know I will be successful so that's right. that's hard. That's hard to open yourself up to something that yeah. There's a good chance you're just gonna bomb, <laughs> but it's good. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. good. Um, yeah, yeah. So let me switch gears for a second. So I wanted to talk about um, some other Hufflepuff Slytherins that we see maybe in the books or the films, whether it's Fantastic Beast or. The harry potter series because they they seem so different and we really don't get to see a lot of interaction between slytherins and hufflepuffs in books or movies mm-hmm. are there any characters that you would have liked to have seen interact as friends at, from the slytherin hufflepuff for example I did a I did a video a while back where they they said uh your Huffle Buddy is lost. I think on TikTok, you know, announcement, your Huffle Buddy is lost. Yes. And I was doing I was doing Professor Snape and so he was going to get Professor Sprout and this funny idea that somewhere very secretively, Professor Sprout is his Huffle Buddy and kind of you know make sure he's doing okay, brings him, you know, a glass of milk at night or something. And I thought that that was the mm-hmm. most hilarious idea because he's so self-sufficient and doesn't need anyone to do so you know it was we don't have a lot of hufflepuffs in the series but is there any that you oh god no (laughs) no not enough i would have loved it if draco
1: had like a secret huffle buddy you know like we you'd obviously have to make one up because the only canonical hufflepuff really is Draco is not draco is uh cedric Mm -hmm. and it's like you can only go so far with that character because he has very little screen time really right um so i would love if draco had a secret huffle buddy like or not so like if you wanted to really soften up draco give him a huffle buddy because our i I honestly don't think he would be nearly as big of a jerk oh no i was about to say moaning myrtle would have been that except she was a ravenclaw never mind right right (laughs) that would have made so much more sense if it was like oh my god that's why they got along for that brief amount of time right but you know she was a ravenclaw um, I, Yeah, I, I would have loved the Harry Potter series to feature a character from each house as the main core friend group, because mm-hmm. the houses aren't meant to really be divided. They work better when they work together. So if there was a Gryffindor, Slytherin, Ravenclaw, and a Hufflepuff on the main friend group, things would get done so much quicker, yes. so much quicker you wouldn't just have Harry going, well, I think it's so-and-so and everyone else being like, nah, that's stupid. And then at the end, it's Harry's right. It would have been like somebody else, the Ravenclaw would have been interested or the Hufflepuff would have been like, yes, dear, we keep doing it. You know, mm-hmm. let us know if you find anything We'll be here when you're done or something like that. Something that was way more balanced mm-hmm. um, and way more conducive to getting things done instead of
0: just three Gryffindors blindly stumbling about and somehow managing <laughs> to get it all done. <laughs> blindly I, it is it is very um pigeonholing just to always see the Gryffindors and you never have that that personality and of course for Slytherins they're all up to no good and they're all evil so none of them does anything productive oh yeah they're so evil I'm like <laughs> I'm always ugh. constantly we having all need to some balance better. I know I know you know oh, we're yeah. this is the way we are we're studying Macbeth in school right now I can say Macbeth because I'm not directing a show uh, but it's all about ambition. And we just have that discussion of ambition's not good or bad. It's what you do with it. And unfortunately, they just, they they have that little tendency for power and control. Um, it gets yeah. them into trouble. You know, they, they, they have a mission. They,
1: they have goals that they really want to reach to. And unfortunately, it can come off a little bit like I'm going to step on you to get there. But that's why you need other people to balance you out. God, I wish, I wish there was a canonical good guy Slytherin that wasn't Snape. Because I I know you do a lot with Snape, but he wasn't the greatest of guys. People have like definitely glorified him because of his endings. Like Lily should have been with Severus. I'm like, no, no, she shouldn't. You know, yeah, he was a jerk to Harry, but he was also a huge jerk to Neville and Hermione. (laughs) Like Neville had such PTSD because of Snape. He was a child. Listen, it was like, tough love, okay? It was, it was tough love. <laughs> yeah, it was tough love. That was it for sure. For sure. Uh-huh. But yeah, I would have loved to have seen a Slytherin that was actually on the good guy's side. I would have loved to have seen what that dynamic would have brought to it. It's kind of like a little bit in, um. I don't know if you ever watched Once Upon a Time.
0: Yes, definitely.
1: It's definitely Regina. Ooh, Regina yes. is
0: for sure a Slytherin.
1: Yes. So it's really fun seeing that dynamic when she becomes a good guy, since she still has that bite, she still has that wit, she still mm-hmm. has that I don't give a crap attitude, mm-hmm. but she is, you know, on the right side being balanced out by her friends. Right. So more of that, canonically good Slytherin, and more representation for Hufflepuffs. Like, I'm so glad we have Newt. I'm so happy yeah. we have Newt's Commander. I'm like, mm, you sweet, sweet Hufflepuff boy. I will love you forever. You're so sweet.
0: He's a very, to me, perfect example. The only thing I have to hold on to, and of course everybody has all kinds of issues with Cursed Child, but as a Slytherin, I always defend it because at least we get to see two main characters that are in Slytherin and are good guys and what that looks like and the fact that Harry Potter could have easily been in Slytherin. So it makes sense that his son could have ended up there. I like that just because it presents them more normal like here's most of the kids right. but you know we're just doing this and we make these choices but we're not all going to be death eaters kind of thing um, yeah so that I, was the I, one I, thing i liked about cursed
1: child was mm-hmm. scorpius malfoy yes treasure yes. treasure that boy treasure him absolutely love scorpius malfoy and i'm, um, an, I'm Narcissa, so i'm like yes we have a, we have a nice malfoy
0: boy i'm so happy he is the most Hufflepuff <laughs> Slytherin ever. And I, I love that because it shows you can, you can be both. And I think you're a good example of that because mm-hmm. you kind of have, or a mix of two that you can be driven or ambitious or resourceful, but you can also have this tender heart and be vulnerable. And that's, you know, he's, he's my all time, apart from Snape, he's my all time favorite Slytherin for sure. He's just, yeah. he's a cupcake. Yeah. He's a cinnamon roll for sure. <laughs> I love it um but yeah I'm with you I think it's funny um we watch uh my drama classes we always watch Puffs the musical where you get to see uh you I have know I've not had a chance to watch that yet I want to see that so badly it's on my to watch list
1: I'm like I when it came across my for you page I was like wait there's a musical about
0: Hufflepuffs oh yeah oh yes and it is it is adorable there are two versions that they perform they have like the the, the kid friendly one that they would do in the afternoon and mm-hmm. the adult one that they would do in uh, the evening, but it's the adult one they, that they recorded. Uh, so it's got a little bit more yeah. adult humor, but oh it is, it is <laughs> so perfect. Like my son who is a Hufflepuff adores it because he says, yep, hundred percent accurate in just the way they present all these Hufflepuffs and Cedric and this whole side story that's going on while the chosen one is doing his thing with Hermione and Ron, all the Hufflepuffs on the side. And I, I love it. I absolutely love it. So yeah, recommend it yeah. for sure. It is, it is goofy. Yeah, and funny. I'm,
1: I'm going to watch that later on today. I have to, I have oh. to now
0: watch it and if you Absolutely. you know if you're a harry potter fan and you can appreciate all the little references cuz they're they're very clever at saying things without um, violating copyright so they get clever in how they refer nice. to things and 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 do that sort of stuff yeah. But, but yeah it is it is a good representation i think of hufflepuff in in a cute way like they're gently poking fun at themselves i would say right
1: <laughs> what's fascinating about the harry potter fandom is there are things that are so known in the fandom that aren't actually canon to the books Mm -hmm. like Hufflepuffs are extremely good finders I'm like that's not actually canon that's not canon it's only because of the very Potter musical and there's so many things like that where you're like oh wait that's not actually we've just accepted it it's just fanon it's just what the fandom has accepted but it's not actually part of canon
0: it, it always cracks me creep. up. Oh yeah. The way things have just, you know, yeah. eased in and, uh, and then of course things from yeah. the films that have sort of become Canon that really don't have anything to do with the books, but that's like, that's a yeah. whole nother podcast right there. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm.
1: I got um, problems with those movies. But you know yeah. what? Uh, Some I, people enjoy- I like them and that's, good, that's good for them. I have seen all of them at least once. Mm-hmm. and I think that's all I need to see of them <laughs> I <laughs> I do enjoy Fantastic Beasts way more
0: I I did really yes I love Fantastic Beasts I I do enjoy the movies as like a separate entity so I kind of separate them from mm-hmm. what happens in the book so the problem is so many people don't know all the depths of characters and stuff because they didn't read the books so that always yeah. I always like to play devil's
1: Yes. The 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 absolute shame and travesty of movie Ron compared to book Ron and movie yes. Ginny compared to book Ginny. I'm like, those are two completely different characters. It mm-hmm. absolutely makes sense that people are like, Harry and Hermione should have ended up together if they've only watched the movies.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, because that makes sense. But Movie Ron is not the same as book Ron. No. Book Ron is way more perfect for Hermione. Mm-hmm. They they both have that back and forth banter that they both actually really love, and Ron is way more likely to defend her mm-hmm. and go after people that are mean to her than in the movies where uh, was it Snape's like you know don't be a know it all and her and Ron's like well he does have a point. I'm like no book ron is like how dare you talk to her like that why did you ask a question if you didn't want the answer right <sighs> movie run sure.
0: i know movie and ron i always sure. talk about how he's he always makes suggestions like it in the movies it's mm-hmm. always hermione with the ideas and ron follows but in the books ron is making suggestion he has ideas he has input mm-hmm. he's he's smart he's he's clever in his own right he is. and he just gets dumbed down so much in the movie at ah, that's that's a whole nother bother but speaking of Ron and the blandness of Jenny <laughs> yes oh, and Jenny, oh, of Jenny. So shame. poor, poor Jenny ashamed.
1: okay yes speaking speaking of Ron
0: so a lot of people of course have said he should have been in Hufflepuff are there any of the characters in the books books or movies whichever one you want to do that you feel really technically should have been in Hufflepuff that were not besides Ron. There's an argument for Ron, although I, I see a lot of different viewpoints for Ron. Depends on the yeah, version. Yeah there are it's really interesting because I always think of Luna as a Hufflepuff,
1: but she's a Ravenclaw. Mm-hmm. Um, which does make sense because she is a Ravenclaw for sure. But I'm always like, yeah, Luna the Hufflepuff. Oh wait, no, she's not. I think because there's so many times we see her wearing yellow, mm-hmm. then I'm like, yeah, Luna's a Hufflepuff. Oh no wait. No, she's not right that's true I just automatically associate that color with my house Mm -hmm. so especially in movies when colors are so meticulously picked out for a certain character Mm -hmm. that I'm like oh wait that 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 was always confusing uh Neville to a point should have been a Hufflepuff but at the same time he also makes a great Gryffindor he's -hmm. also very good Gryffindor I I have always wanted to see a book or maybe even a little novella that was just Neville's point of view for that last book, his last year at Hogwarts. I would have loved to see that with the Silver Trio. I think that would have been fascinating. I wish we could get that perspective. I wish there was a fan film like that. I would so Mm -hmm. watch that. That would be amazing. That would be so good.
0: Yeah, I, I agree. I agree that yeah, Neville. Uh, I go, I go back and forth with where he would have been. I mean, he becomes such a good Gryffindor. He obviously has it inside him, but yes. then, yeah, they th- talk about the herbology and and just all the other stuff. So he's mm-hmm. he, It's definitely his second house. If you know, if Gryffindor. Yeah, not for first. sure, for sure, a hundred percent for sure. And, and of course, we always talk about Hermione probably should have been Ravenclaw type of thing. Except I do right. think about her blatant disregard for the rules because she always pretends to be a rule follower but yet she's not at all. When the chips are down she's willing to break the rules for sure. So again Gryffindor with strong
1: Ravenclaw tendencies.
0: Yeah I always think that's funny that a lot of people assume Slytherins are the rule breakers but actually Slytherins um, appreciate the rules and we hate when somebody gets something or is successful that did not follow the pattern or the rules or do what they were supposed to they just did it yeah. however so um even though we're bad or raven bad, break rules mm-hmm. Ravenclaws break rules but they just don't get caught no that's the trick that is very true they're they're very clever at, at hiding yeah. the body and not getting caught and all those yep. Weird things <laughs> yep 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 I always love those little, you know, reaction things that you see all the memes when, how would each you know, house react to certain things happening, hiding the dead body yes. or, or all those things. <laughs> so, so funny. Um, well, I so think true. we've kind of run a little bit of our, a lot of the gambit of, of Hufflepuffs and Slytherins Did and why too long. No, oh no, not at all. We've just, we've been going, okay, about, <laughs> no, we've been going about a half hour, which is kind of where I was you know, intending more, more like 30 minutes or so, oh, good. Um, <laughs> which is good um, because Slytherins and Hufflepuffs, like I say, it's just, it's fascinating to me how they get along, why they seem to get along, but it's just a combination that seems to just to work uh, in ways that it's I like think peanut butter
1: and chocolate.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's a good yeah. analogy. I like that. Yeah. Peanut butter and chocolate. And they are, whereas Slytherin mm-hmm. and Gryffindor are like opposite sides of the coin. I think that's easy for everybody to see. Yeah. There's there's something, a weird parallel uh, between the Hufflepuffs and Slytherins. Yeah. Maybe if Slytherins were a little less concerned about themselves and appearance and being vulnerable, they might more have that personality. I don't know, that's my yeah. thoughts. Any, yeah. final, any final thoughts for you about Slytherin and, and Huffle Buddies that we didn't? <laughs> <laughs> cover I mean we talked about a lot of things we
1: did it's it's fascinating to think about why Slytherins and Gryffindors don't get along it's mm-hmm. like you have the Gryffindor who's just like going towards it doing it kind of throwing caution to the wind whereas the Slytherin might be more meticulous in the planning process you know do planning out the heist you know getting everything all ready to go you know getting all the kits you know lining everything up and then the Gryffindor will just plow through the front door and you're like yes i had everything planned yes so i could definitely see why they would not get along but if they did if they had like a an overarching bridge to work together Mm -hmm. it would work so well again you need you need all four houses working together that's what you need
0: you you really do someone else that would come in and bind the parts because i yeah i think gryffindor and slytherin could be a massive force Um, for good. And if they had that median person in between them, because they are so opposite and like Gryffindor was my lowest score when we did the percentages. I mean, I had very little Gryffindor and I think it has a lot to do with the fact that I do not leap before I look, I think things through, I am not just, you know, plow through willy nilly, uh, my other son is a hundred percent Gryffindor and I don't get his head. I have the hardest time getting into his <laughs> head because we are so opposite. I don't get where he's coming from. Try. Right. I try. Uh, so we, you know, you need that, that median kind of, and I think, you know, Ravenclaw and, and Hufflepuff are, we consider them kind of the middle between the two, but really I think it's all, it's like yeah. the this, this spectrum. They all kind of bleed into the other one that works yeah
1: and it would be because we always talk about the slytherin and the hufflepuff but Mm. no one ever talks about the gryffindor and the ravenclaw because i'm like you don't see a lot of that but Mm. i feel like that would be an interesting combination and i'm so not the person to talk to about that i have like no insight on that (laughs) (laughs) but it would be kind of like i would like to delve deeper into why that would work i just don't know where to
0: begin on that (laughs) You know, all I can think of just from my Ravenclaw second is, I mean, we like to come up with ideas and plan and think things through and then let the Gryffindor do it. <laughs> Watch how it happens. Right. Like here's can- the plan go get them. Yeah. Cause they have no fear. And that is the positive part about Gryffindors is you need that personality that, that just says, I'll oh, screw this. Uh, let's just do it. Because if you didn't, I think Ravenclaws right. would have a tendency to hang back. Slytherins would have a tendency to hang back. Hufflepuffs just checking to make sure everybody's okay with the plan. Yes. And so you have to have, that's why Gryffindors are the natural leaders. Um, they have that charm and charisma. Yeah. People go, okay, we can follow. So uh, I think Ravenclaw's recognize intelligence greatness success and so they could definitely lean into Gryffindor because like okay we can work together uh, it'd be fascinating to hear from a, a Gryffindor Ravenclaw friendship because I, I don't really yeah I don't really know of any I mean I have Gryffindor friends I have Ravenclaw friends yeah. but not that are you know friends with each other like that so another, yeah yeah interesting We'd thing have to look into that I know and if anybody who's listening to this on um, my pod beam or on my YouTube channel, leave a comment. If you've got a, you know, that friendship, that Gryffindor Ravenclaw friendship, because that would be really neat yes. to hear. Um, so as always Madison, when I have guests and you are my repeat guest, and I'm so excited that, that you came back, I want to take a couple of minutes here at the end, just to talk about what you have been up to, um, I know. Well, we're all over the place with all of our industries right now, with just things being the way they are. We've had mm-hmm. to be creative. Things have been interesting. Uh, I know. I do know that yeah. you wrapped up um, the Great Wizarding War not too long ago. That that wrapped. Nope. Uh, so Last just recording session. Yeah. So just tell us uh, a little bit about maybe that, or what what you've been doing lately, or maybe what you have coming up anytime in the near future, anything like that. Um. Well, Wrapping Wizarding War, it was so kind of surreal
1: and a little sad, because it was like, when I had previously been recording stuff for Wizarding War, we were all together in a big group, in a big sound studio, it was like this big party, and then for my last stuff as Narcissa, it was like, well, I'm here in my sound booth, and I have the director on Zoom, along with Anna, playing the opposite part, and okay, this is it, and it was kind of like, uh, it kind of. It, I wish it had gone out on a huge bang. That would have been amazing unfortunately it kind of went on at a okay and now we're done goodbye so that was sad but i think the final episode of wizarding war is gonna be epic it's gonna be so good i think it's the longest episode we've ever had and it is huge it's uh oh. what justin does and what the sound designer does to make it a full experience is absolutely mind-boggling i'm just I'm always blown away by what they have created and I'm so glad that I was able to be a part of it. Um, yeah, and I've actually started uh, another D&D group. Well, I haven't started I'm a part of another D&D group uh, now with a lot of Hogwarts professors uh, from Tiktok. So we've had a really fun time because it's like, we already know each other and we've already played pretend with each other before and now we're playing pretend in this new setting. So that's been really fun and feel like, yeah, I know you from here and I know you from here and I know how you work and I know we can be creative. We've only had a couple of sessions so far, Mm -hmm. um, but it has just been so much fun and we're going to start live streaming Uh, the shows, I think, on the uh, Total Party Knockout YouTube channel. So, that is going to start happening on Friday, Saturday, Sundays. So, that is definitely something that you can look forward to. Um, uh, You can also find some of my work on my website at MadisonBrunailer.com or check me out on my other social medias, which is Maddie to the Max, M-A-D-I, the number two, the Max. Um, I'm that on YouTube. I'm that on Twitter. I'm that on TikTok. So, you People can definitely check out my crazy costume stuff there. Um, Definitely trying to get up some of the motivation to put back on costumes with conventions not happening at the moment. It's like, yes, I wanna do that costume eventually. So those are gonna hopefully be starting up once again and I'll start doing fun cosplay stuff again.
0: Well, side quick, just note, what are your top favorite costumes you've enjoyed doing the last say couple of years? Uh, on TikTok or whatever. Uh, you've got some great ones. I, I mean, love
1: my Alphaba cosplay yeah. so much. Like Alphaba has for a really long time been one of my big comfort characters. Um, I do love Narcissa. I am very biased about her. <laughs> I once got into an argument with somebody on like Facebook. There was like a post about how you know, Harry Potter was saved by Narcissa's love and all that. And I put it in the comments, "Narcissa Malfoy is an absolute fantastic character," and I will fight anybody that says differently. And someone wrote back, "Okay, let's fight." She was a Death Eater. She was terrible. I was like, mm-hmm. "Okay," and just typed out like this entire like essay about how amazing she was. And it was like, they did not reply. <laughs> you came to this battle unprepared mortal fool (laughs) so (laughs) has a very strong place in my heart um i do an azir fell cosplay uh from good omens which i really wanted to take to conventions i have so many different pieces and props from that cosplay that i think it'll look amazing but i haven't had a chance to wear them anywhere um i'm actually working on a thumbelina cosplay from the uh what was it 1994 Belina, the Don Bluth movie mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um so I'm working on that cosplay which hopefully I'll I'll have done here pretty soon um and then my D&D character I'm definitely wanting to film some stuff for that character when I have all the pieces ready
0: oh that's that's awesome I've always I I had a short stint with d and a long time ago and then nobody else i you know, got into it. And then I never did one day that's on my list to like delve into again, because it's always just so fun. It is just so much fun. It is. It
1: really is. And it has just been such a great outlet because I've had days where it's like, I don't, I don't feel human right now I don't feel good and D&D has definitely been like I feel alive I feel like a human being again pretending to be someone else in a fantasy world this is amazing Mm -hmm. it has definitely brought me up when I have felt very down and been like
0: ah to be happy I remember what that feels like Mm -hmm. oh yeah (laughs) I I feel that way about cosplay just especially now with no conventions yes. and no theater. Um, so I've got mm-hmm. no productions to direct or anything like that. So that that is my my pick me up, I guess, when I'm down just to get to be somebody else for a little bit. And yeah, it's just kind yeah. of a happy place. And I, I'm kind of like you, I will I will defend like Snape to the, the last, I know he wasn't, you know, he had all these problems, but I, I get a lot of people say, well, <laughs> I think I'm actually going to do an episode of where right. was Snape actually a bully? And cause that's always gonna get some good like people that oh that, yeah. yeah. that's gonna get that, some discussions um, happening. Yeah, so that's always always a lot of fun. But yeah, the cosplay is just fun. Your your cosplay is is fantastic um on TikTok. I'll have to go to your page because I think we've got this Thank weird you. shadow band thing going on where I just don't see people yes. on my for you page at all anymore. Well, a lot of my stuff that I've been posting has
1: not been cosplay content because Mm -hmm. I haven't had the motivation to get into cosplay. So a lot of it has been just me talking about D&D and Critical Mm -hmm. Role and things like that. So I haven't really had my usual content, which hasn't been showing up on people's For You pages. So it's like, okay, I'm going to get there. I'm going to get there eventually. It's going to happen. Gonna happen. happen. It'll happen. Here we go. Yeah.
0: Yeah, it'll be good. I I I get so many comments. Oh wow, you're back. You've been gone for months. No, I haven't. I post every <laughs> week. But right. anyway, just keep doing what you're doing. I don't know. Yeah. Um mm-hmm. well, I I hope everyone will check out all of your social media cuz you're a fantastic person to follow. Always full of energy. I mean, you do everything. You sell t-shirts. I mean, you do yeah. all things. So definitely I'm trying to half of my income
1: went away, so it was definitely like, okay, I- time to get creative.
0: Yep. Yep. You have definitely pulled the Slytherin mm-hmm. in with the Hufflepuff and got the goals going. Yep. So, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, definitely check out Maddie to the max, you guys. And of course, if you are interested in my stuff, Christy J. Whitney, pretty much everywhere, uh, for everything, except for, I have two Instagrams, Christy J. Whitney and Christy J. Whitney underscore professor Snape, because that's my other ego. So, <laughs> so you can find myself <laughs> but uh, I just want to say thank you again, Maddie, for taking time out of your schedule. And I don't know, I might keep calling on you every so often saying, Hey, I want to discuss something and I need another viewpoint. (laughs) I would love that. I am so
1: down for that. Absolutely
0: awesome well thanks everyone for joining us for this episode of Slytherins and their Huffle Buddies now it's time to gather up those potion ingredients and mind your robes because class is dismissed